0: Welcome to episode 101 of a Cigar Hustlers podcast. We'd like to wish all our listeners happy holidays. And here comes part two of the Matt Booth Chronicles. Started over. This is episode 101. Official
1: 101.
0: 101 with. Matt episode Booth.
1: 101, with
2: Matt. Matt Booth. Matt Booth. Matt, Booth. <laughs> Matt
0: Booth. This might work out well because you could have that baby any. Anyway. <sighs> His wife's also
2: pregnant. Well, yeah, no, but she's how, like, how far along? Su- super pregnant. Oh, she's like nice, doing anything. Man. Like today could be the day.
1: Is this your first? No, it's my third. Amazing, man. But third girl. First and girl, Third and girl. final. Very happy for you, man.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Um, it's the Best thing of the, all time. So, the question, the topic of discussion before I was heading into work was, uh, what time are you recording the podcast? <laughs> and I said, noon. We'll be recording around noon. She says, okay. So, I mean, hey, man. she's sitting there with I'll drive crossed. you there, man. Today could be the day. <laughs> yeah. 12 12.
0: Oh, yeah. You go to the hospital,
2: Matt Booth walks in yeah. with you. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey, that amazing. Hey. Fucking Snapchat it on. <laughs> mm. I'm here yeah that'd be pretty epic so yeah no you're right Mm. though but like this podcast is definitely different right we don't uh, you know and it's not not bashing the other ones but like i don't want to talk about the same shit i don't want to talk about the cigar i don't you know i I don't want to talk about the origin of you getting into the business Mm. i want to talk about the good stuff you know like stuff that's off the cuff that kind of makes you who you are so that's what, that's what makes it fun
1: you know and look for me, it's invaluable to have a platform where people can get to know, maybe have a better understanding of who I am, right? Uh, you know, because this will this will ultimately endear them to my products. You know, yeah. you know why why buy stuff from a dick, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's right? true. I right. mean, and,
2: and, you know, right. and you know, like I've had that argument with consumers inside the store. I'm like, you know, the shit that this company has done to some of their people after years of mm-hmm. dedication, and, heart, mm-hmm. and you're still going to go buy that cigar, mm-hmm. like, I, you know. I mean, I'll do my best to talk them off it. I'm like, you know what? This $12 cigar is a waste of fucking time. Try the $6 one, you know? Right. Even, you know, obviously that's not to my financial benefit, but I feel morally sound about it.
1: Yeah. Well, and look, and I mean, we're we're beyond spoiled with the selection of phenomenal cigars, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. really, genuinely. I mean, when I started in this game, I thought at that point it was really the best time to be a cigar smoker in the U.S. because of... Of all the stuff coming out of Nicaragua all the you know the the beginnings uh, you know the more progressive blend styles and whatnot that were mm-hmm. non-traditional um in terms of their personality and all, and all that and and that's just grown a hundredfold since that meant
2: right there the one part that i can argue with that is that a lot of maybe not a lot but there are some brands that make a cigar and like i at least have the ability to break it down and say it's overpriced. Here's why. And mm. I, you know, and I break the mm. whole thing down. Mm. You know, are some of the tobaccos in the cigar good? Could it have been a hell of a lot better? Yes. Why are you paying 12 12, 13, 14, 15 dollars for the cigar? I have no fucking idea like it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are that's more Patreon stuff like we do like our own subscriber thing um, to kind of get into the nitty-gritty of specific cigars. Right. Um, But yeah, you are right. You know, there's definitely a lot of good tobacco out there and there's definitely a lot of good cigars.
1: And look, man, in this business, it's a very beautiful thing. One of the things that was very initially endearing to me about this business was, you know, I thought, okay... So in, in men's jewelry, as an example, you know you have you have the Yermans and, and the Hardys that are on a, in a completely different galaxy of size, scale, performance, capability, mm-hmm. and then you have this huge no man's land until you get back down to uh, like even the second tier of operators in terms of branded offerings, right? right? You know, it, in in this business, you could literally if you if you had the drive and determination, you could create a very respectable product, and you could walk in old school style. Right. Mm-hmm. With a handshake. And your product could go on a shelf next to a brand, a legacy brand, a legacy <laughs> brand. A legacy you could, could literally brand. put your product that you've developed with your heart and soul and commitment. Right. right. On the shelf right next to a product. Uh, that's uh, a brand that's been active for over 100 years. Right. And that that opportunity really just genuinely does not exist in a great deal of industries. Right. I mean, you're not going to start making tires and, and topple the Firestone Empire tomorrow. You're not even going to have I your shit like on the could, shelf next. I mean we could give it a good run. Down with Firestone, <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> it's the next mission.
2: Down, no. <laughs> down with Goodwill. Yeah, or but
1: or, or whatever the hell the tire's name. <laughs> well, they have the blimp though, bro. The Goodyear blimp. Oh, the Goodyear. That's. It. I mean, Ice Cube able a shout out. I mean, it was always parked. Uh, it's parked in Carson now, but um, it's always you can see it from the freeway. It's, no, it's a delightful vessel. It's nice. You know, it's nice.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nice. La- it's a landmark. Yeah, it's a thing. It's, it's kind of it's a thing. thing. Makes them a legacy tire.
1: <laughs> a legacy a tire. A legacy oh, tire yeah. brand.
2: Uh-huh. So you worked at Whiskey a-, a Go-Go on the Sunset Strip?
1: I did. I did a great deal of things. I, when I got out of the service, I thought, okay, I'm going to drive around the country and get into adventures. And... Through uh, a staff sergeant that actually very much looked out for me and, and a lot of guys who would have him. had your
2: wallet and gotten you safely home.
1: He, staff Sergeant Bibbs would have one hundred percent gotten me home,
2: right? For and sure. If, and if you fought him, he would have made sure that you were unconscious. Yes, oh, I he don't would know have. what happened to you, but you passed out. I,
1: I would have been immobilized. <laughs> yeah, which I probably needed to be immobilized that evening. So, um, you know, he he had gone. He had gotten a job with an executive protection firm there in L.A., and I, I kind of followed him out. Uh, there uh, interviewed with that company i worked I worked for for uh, in, in you know I interned at a couple record labels um, I, I worked uh, part-time at a at an instrument uh, company a mm-hmm. guitar company uh, and at the whiskey a gogo I actually learned um, the beginnings of of life sound engineering from my dear friend Leonard uh, who you know um, ha- has worked for any act you could ever imagine yeah. you know on the road as a as a front of house guy and and uh, I, I did uh, sound and lighting for shows there for off and on for about two years while oh, I was shit. doing all this other shit. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. badass. It, it was wild, man. It was super cool because uh, you know uh, one of the older cats that worked there. I mean, he had worked there since the '80s, off and on. So you know, you're you're learning and working next to a guy that lived through the Sunset Strip in the '80s oh, in shit. in the club. You know, in the club scenes, like you know, they would talk about. Oh, excuse me. They were talking about you know not being you know having have you know going from the whiskey up to the Roxy and, and having to schedule forty five minutes to walk, because they were going to be stopped a hundred times. Right. You know by the time they got there to mix the next the next show and yeah, just very very different animal now.
2: No shit. So yeah. you're from L.A. originally?
1: Uh, originally, yeah, from the South Bay. Uh, and you know I've I've bounced back and forth. Uh, my mom uh, early on moved up to Washington State. So Ooh. between L.A. and Washington, uh, okay. growing up, my dad remained in Southern Washington California.
2: Sucks for cigars.
1: Is a very much uh, is suck. Yeah, <laughs> it, one of the most stringent, uh, you know, clean air acts, smoking ban, whatever you want to yeah. call it, in the, well, in the fucking the country. Want, oh but, yeah, just yeah. blaze, but blaze. cigar. Oh. Don't you don't you dare ever in your life smoke a cigar. Right. Crazy.
2: Yeah, it's it just leaves, but.
1: But you know, uh, you know, in in the spirit of our community and the entrepreneurial spirit and all that other stuff, there are guys that are taking strides to, to change that in yeah. their own little environments. Yeah, there's which a couple is good cool. spots in there. But I mean, it's it's crazy what they have to go through to do it. Right. Really, man. I mean, you'd think it's like alcohol during Prohibition. Right. Severely
2: overregulated. Chin. So, well, this sucks. You started your brand in 2003, right? But that's
1: that's obvious. correct.
2: So, yeah. That that was just jewelry, though. Yeah, cigars. yeah.
1: I started working in a factory downtown um, in early 2000, and and three years later, I decided to give it a, give uh, the the collection a name, mm-hmm. and then around 2006, uh, I began to actually try to sell that product. Actually, that's kind of an interesting. Do you want to hear that? Do you yeah, want to hear a story? Sure. Do it. Do it. So you're reminding me of things, right? Yeah. So it's the tequila. <laughs> it is. It's the it's <laughs> Clooney's elixir. It's taking me back. So so. In downtown L.A., our, our factory is at the corner of 7th and Broadway, and that's in the jewelry district. A couple blocks away from there, 9th and Los Angeles, is kind of the fashion district mm-hmm. uh, where they have a couple buildings that house all the uh, uh, the showrooms, right? And so a lot of them are, are branded for, uh, you know, individual companies, and some of them. Uh, similar to like a, a an independent broker, die in this business. right? Uh, we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, I will address that in a moment. Um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, please write that yeah, down. Yeah,
2: write, write, write that down. Write that down.
1: Um, you know, the, the, they house some showrooms where they're multi-brand, and these guys are brokering sales for, for multiple brands, multiple categories, right? And I took a little bulletproof briefcase with some of my initial samples. I walked my happy ass over there and... and uh, you know, and those samples were like... I mean, yeah, I mean, they're nothing like we make now, right? right. It was the beginnings uh, yeah. of what I was doing. It's like I
2: episode was... one of this podcast. Atrocious. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. But oh. It's terrible. Oh, I thought
1: you meant 100. We're just now redeeming ourselves. <laughs> no, no. You didn't do good out of the gate, man. I, th- I feel uh, like you're very it, charismatic,
2: it, uh, Dude, man. we had like this little snowball fucking mic. I mean, we had... No
1: equipment. Like a, like a Bob Barker microphone? Like yeah. That's it was, cool, it was, it, you know, it was like, like this cool. dome
2: that we all had to kind of talk. Oh, go back we, and listen if you want. You know, okay. like, Oh, you man. Lean
0: is, in if you wanted to
1: talk. Oh, this
2: was so bad. But, yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah. I enjoy it. Like, I was definitely – but I was still trying to find my footing, just like I'm sure you were doing in the jewelry business. Well, you of know? course.
1: And, look, in any industry I've ever operated in, I have no family. I have no – like right. up my you know my uncle wasn't some famous designer or cigar maker or you know right um and i'm not and i'm not and i'm not throwing shade at anyone that had that opportunity right. because if you have that opportunity and you run with it more power to you right. all day but you know to to fight your way in yeah uh to any industry um it's tough. It, it's challenging right mm-hmm. so i i said okay um these are the buildings that house these people that could potentially help me sell this product right so I'm just going to walk through these buildings from door to door, and I'm going to see if there's anyone that can fucking help me or right. is interested in what I'm doing, right? And I and I walked through two of those buildings, and I got up to the, the very top uh, floor of the second building uh, <coughs> and uh, at the L.A. Mart there. Was it the L.A. Mart? No, it was the one across the street from the L.A. Mart, which I forget the name at this time. But 9th and L.A., corner of 9th and L.A., right? And uh, I ran into this lady uh, named Jackie B., mm-hmm oddly hot, by the way, if you're listening, <laughs> Jackie lady B, I remember. No, I mean, not, no, she was actually, quite frankly, she was probably younger than I am now at the time, right, right. you know, just, just oozing in sex, really, she was, <laughs> and and uh, it was very obscure. But, but you know, and she told me, very frankly, um, you know, that she uh, uh, she couldn't help me. Right. right, But she said, let me refer you she, she said you have to go across the way to the Gary building which I had no intention of even visiting right And you have to you have to find these guys at, at, a, at a showroom called select showroom. And she said they're younger they're driving like uh, progressive brands out of that house and I think they'd really dig what you're doing And so of course I took uh, I took Jackie B's advice and I walked across the Gary building and I met these two cats that ha- that had select showroom Joey and Matt. And, uh, and they literally, I mean, they they relaunched Lee Denim. Um, oh, they, shit. Do you remember the brand Salvage? No. So this is like when the um, the mineral wash distressed, you know, applica- you know, the shirts sewn together in three different ways. Right. You know, shot with a bazooka. Uh-huh. This is when this style was just about to emerge, and, and the brand that really developed that style was called Salvage, and they made really, really cool shit. And I mean I was at the at the Project Trade Show with them where Salvage where where Nordstrom brought Salvage in. It was this huge deal no because shit. that solidified that this was now going to be a trend. Right. You know? Um, and then there were many brands, many, many brands in the Ed Hardy era of the cigar business <laughs> that, that followed them. Um, uh, Affliction was one of them that, right. that very quickly began to mimic that style. And they actually they they stayed the course, right, with that brand and, and I think evolved it. I'm not sure what they're doing now, but but uh, uh i did several rotations through the fashion shows with them and placed our product some of the the high-end specialty fashion stores uh around the country uh and we're beginning was beginning to get some you know some genuine traction with it you know as, as fashion accessory right. which which previously was more um uh almost underground the uh, subculture right in nature very very similar to what what is popping in the boutique game in this business right there's a, a cult a, a very small amount of these these eclectic designers in la and they all have a following and you know um but they were not necessarily selling as fashion accessory right. in, in stores yet yeah
2: so yeah do you have your first piece you ever made
1: i, I do you do i do i have i have it in a little plastic drawer in my uh in my office no yeah. shit yeah
2: so you never wanted to sell that one or did you sell it and you got it back
1: no, no, I never, I never sold that one. You never had. It was that just like a little band um, that I that I put a little skull head on. You know, you got to put. Cool.
2: You got to like display it or something.
1: Yeah, I should. I should. A fucking plastic should. bag. Yeah, I should. Come I on, should. man. I should, man.
2: That's a big deal.
1: So. Yeah, so we we placed in in some in some respectable doors, and we were and we were gaining some traction, and then uh, and then the uh, the economy tanked, and all of my accounts went out of business. Yeah, that great. whole
2: thing about loaning to people who couldn't pay their bills. It's
1: amazing. Yeah, it was it, it was ama- literally like dead stop,
2: <laughs> it was like dead like stop. We're not selling anything.
1: Yeah, well, most of them closed their doors, didn't pay their bills. The one right. the one account that we still do business with to this day is Elton's in Las Vegas, family owned. No uh, shit. Super solid family. They hung and in there. They were they were actually my first account. No shit. And they weathered that fucking storm, and I weathered it right there with them. And they and they behaved in the truest spirit of partnership based on the on the circumstances. And and we fought our way through that.
2: Do you stop in and see them at uh, CPR? Every,
1: every time. Yeah. Every time I go to Vegas. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, man. They're they're amazing people.
2: Um, you're up for some awards here from the tobacco, tobacco business, huh? Oh dear. Boutique cigar of the year an entrepreneur of the
1: year. Rumor has it there have been nominations. Yeah. Yeah. Please go on and vote.
2: Wow. Look at that. That's for impressive. the love of god. We're not we're not on either one of those, are we? No, we're not.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's it's interesting, man, and and, and in addition to like that, um, you know, uh, for example, if you want to talk about things that are Well, okay, so to dovetail into what I'm about to say, okay. that whole thing with Jackie B and meeting those guys. Right. It's it's just not stopping it's right. investing yourself and it's also kicking down that first domino and allowing the energy of the universe right to, to lead you you know yeah. and that's and that's a very real thing whether you want to call it the law of attraction or just persistence ramming your face into a brick wall until right. it gives away right you know I'm, oh
2: shit right yeah
1: I've I've actually broken the brick usually at
2: the last second when you are yeah. about to give up you're like, yeah man oh
1: yeah yeah every time right so yeah. Um, dovetailing oh my god so it's interesting now I got you to, thank you thank you so much <laughs> bring man. it back bring it back um, you know to, to, to have you know to have persevered through everything that we have that I have in this business right because uh, I've genuine, and and look, I'm not trying to cry or play the world's smallest violin here for you, but like I've i right. fought through a tremendous amount of things to, to be even sitting here today mm-hmm. and continuing to be somehow relevant or viable and have a viable brand. Um, God, I, ho- I hope I you be the judge. <laughs> wait, wait, we don't fact check. <laughs> yeah, no, we have know. we have a viable brand. <laughs> it's number <laughs> we have one, number one. Brand. So no, but uh, you know, to my first my first solo branded project. Uh, Farce, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The Habano received the highest rating that I've received on any product in 10 years in the business. Right. And not that I'm going to hang my hat, nor do I wear hats, but if I did, I wouldn't hang it on the fact that I got a rating.
2: You'd have to put it above the hair. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to cover that wonderful hair.
1: Like kid from kid and play. Exactly. Like an elevated hat. Yeah. So um, (laughs) uh, such a marvelous high top that I had had, really. (laughs) Remarkable. Um, yeah, I mean, crazy, now? right? He's around, man. Yeah, he's around. You, you, yeah, he's around. Same hair? Uh, no, no, yeah. no. I think he's like bald now. Like he shaves it, which is a very—it's like the inversion, right? It's the complete yeah, inversion. the exact
2: opposite of yeah. It. Well, I guess you know, if it starts to fade, you got to kind of you got to right. you know you when gotta the form, fade fades. When the fade fades, you got to fade it with it. Right, you got to just own the baldness.
1: Yeah. You know? So you know, but to 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 kind of have that that cosmic validation of okay, maybe I am on the right path here. Right. You know. And then to, you know, receive the attention of Tobacco Business with those nominations. And, and um, look, man, I mean, we got a 94 on that cigar. It's not, it's not unthinkable that we could potentially be considered for their year-end list, which right. we have also never placed on in 10 years. Right. So if my first product out of the gate gets that kind of attention, yeah, you know, right. I believe I'm on the right path. Fucking A. Yeah.
2: So talk about independent broker, Die.
1: Die. <laughs> I actually, by by the time I return home, I will have a custom T-shirt that I had made for myself yes. landed at my doorstep, and it says "Kill your broker."
2: Kill your
1: in bro- caps. I'm gonna wear that shit to trade shows, stare you dead in really?
2: your
1: eye. Really? Look, it's look. This is here's the deal, and it's and it's a it's somewhat of a violent joke, but yeah. but it's a joke. But there's a lot of uh, fuel behind that that I think would, I think a great deal of brand owners would very much appreciate that t-shirt. I might actually make more off those t-shirts at yeah. the show than I do off my cigars. Okay. Based on what's going on in the business right now, you know, and it's just uh, you know this is what we were talking about earlier the the landscape being, you know, it's evolving. It's changing underneath our feet as we speak. Correct. And in although like I said, I'm I'm junior to many in this business, I have been in the game going on eleven years. Right. And I have never seen it more hostile. In really? in market, yeah. I've never seen it more hostile. The attitudes are changing. I, I think you know, and, and I think there are a myriad of, of components that are all contributing to that simultaneously. Um, but it's painting a very strange picture, you know. Right. And it, and it is literally it's hostile. I feel like I'm in a scene from 300 like I'm gladiatoring my way through so the when you business.
2: say kill your broker you're like don't deal with brokers
1: no man I just I just think that um, where do I start with this one yeah uh, you know back in the day when I began mm-hmm. there was this unstoppable undeniable force of the broker network right and these guys were assassins they were operators they were out there killing oh, right. they were killing yeah. eating people's lunch market share um and some of them are like a tight
2: group colony type fucking
1: you don't say right you don't say yeah i've heard about that yeah 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 maybe maybe a little agreement between you guys uh we are going to maybe not sell this brand right you know that kind of thing that's
2: definitely happened
1: and and it continues to happen you know and i think a great deal of the 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 new school of brokers are trying to Take on some of the—they're trying to take pages out of the old school's book, right? But the difference is, is that they're not selling, right? And so this, like, they had to sell the product to have the power to to pull some of this leverage type bullshit, right? It, it's just kind of a tragic situation. I think I think at the time, and it's and this isn't really just reserved for brokers. I think that right. the art of the sell is really kind of uh, evaporating, and yeah, when you're not just going in and getting fed orders. You know who's got the stuff right who can really make that happen and in in like i said in my opinion the most hostile i've seen the market in 10 years you have an increasingly apathetic attitude towards sales uh, salesmanship in general um and and it's a i think it's a toxic combination for brands you right. know and you know what is the solution yeah what's the solution when is this good to be talking about? Yeah. Is oh, this possible? Sure. So what is what is the solution when your independent sales broker uh, understands the metric that you have to get to in terms of sales versus profitability to be able to hire in his territory? And right. so he's literally going to suffocate your sales so that he keeps you at a level where he keeps as much commission as he can get, in theory, if you were selling. <laughs> <As> much <laughs> come at me please any anyone please so you know uh uh and, and they're literally suffocating your sales Right. and this is this is happening you know to to all brands you know right. um you know and, and it's just it's actually sad man cuz for me if somebody's in it with me I'm in it with them till right. the fucking wheels fall off of course you know I I'm loyal I'm loyal to a fault right. and if we build this together there is nowhere that I'm fucking going because right. you're a partner but, now, you're, but it's like you're sleeping with the enemy. But like
2: 80% of, maybe 80% is kind of generous, but a lot of experiences that some of these brokers have had where they built up brands.
1: Well, and how can they, they, they trust? Trust is damaged. Fought, I respect right? that, and I understand it's that. It's the thing yeah. where
2: you, you have two choices. Either you're not selling it and it's your
0: fault, or you sell too much of it, and then they bring somebody in the house. Right. Oh, hey, Mike. But I look, man. Welcome to the episode. I'm very worried that the show's gonna just die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to put him, so. But I'm making sure everything keeps rolling.
1: Good. But my word is my bond. If I say right. I'm with you, I'm with you. And look, man, if if you know, and but other people have given verbal, uh, right. you know, and then you their really behavior. Got you. Yeah, I'll put that shit on paper. Right. I don't care. I'll commit to you, man. But you must commit to me.
2: Right.
1: And that's the problem. Is yeah. there's no reach around.
2: There's no re- the lack of the reach around.
1: It's really unsavory. They're faking it. They're it's unsavory, right? It's like, hey, I'm gonna do it, and then it just doesn't happen. Yeah, man. So it's 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 a very very challenging time, you know. And you know, I've I've had I've had cats, you know, um, you know, uh, take a lot of credit for building brands, right? But it's it's really incorrect, you know. If if you are an up and coming order taker and you have a brand that's about to explode in popularity put in your lap you didn't do anything they made you right they literally made you
2: well the brand makes or breaks the brand in itself anyway yeah
1: if, right. if you're if you're offering what everyone is is lined up to give you money for right. what are you selling or are you taking orders the proof is in the pudding when you have to work and you have to sell right you know they're all dried up leaves with the shape in the shape of dicks right sell the dicks sell the dicks they're they're cigars, man. It's really not that hard, right. but it's hard enough that it, you know, the, you know, it's hard enough to, you know, people take the path of least resistance.
2: That's true. That's
1: it's true. an it's an unhealthy thing, and it's and it's it, it's really kind of coming to a head out there, I think.
2: So you think attaching with La is the right sales force to bring yourself into?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I selectively absorb certain employees in, in specific territories, okay. and you uh, pick. and I'll be I'll be hiring in other territories as as we grow. There are a couple uh, independent brokers that I work with that I think are studs, right? Um, that that we will more than likely continue to work with. Um,
2: Did, as long as I have a contract.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna, you know, it's all gonna be on wax, man, and right. there will be commitments on both sides of that, and and you know, performance. Uh, you know, m- look. My, my philosophy is more business with less people. Right. I, I, wanna invest, I agree with that. I want to invest with people that aren't going to invest in me. Right. I want to work with partners that I know as soon as I walk out of their store after an event, my, uh, my investment, my, that momentum is carried over and rein, reinforced. Mm-hmm. After I leave, versus being the the quick hit on uh, on the PL for Friday, right. you know, right? Just um, rotate it
2: out the solid the yeah. Friday event, right. right?
1: Yeah, you know, and 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 similarly, I want to, you know, and I and I want to, like I said, I want to reciprocate that. So, right. it's not a one way street, man, you know. Yeah, no doubt. That's it.
2: So if a store does like twenty thousand dollars a month, or let's say thirty thousand dollars a month, you mm-hmm. want you know, try to get ten percent of that or something like that.
1: I'll live in their bathroom. I'll live in their bathroom. I'll live in their bathroom. So there you go. Yeah.
2: Want to go see Matt? He's in the back.
1: Yeah, he's in the can. Sponsored ken It's a room one ken can. The room one one bathroom. With him in it. You know, what's just fun? just he'll scoot over. You just handle your business and you know he'll hand he's you a, a towel. He'll hand you yeah, a, towel, a Little spritz of cologne. I, I will be the towel guy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Where's Matt? He's in the back.
1: Yeah. Tip right. him
2: before you leave. Go say hi. Go take uh-huh. a shit and say hi. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no stalls. It's fine. <laughs> Chat him up while you're going. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day if he was really shit faced he'd just stare at you like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and look man, it's not it's not all doom and gloom and I'm not no, shitting of on course everyone. Not. There no. are guys that are out there really uh, giving valid contribution to brand's growth and right. and the community in general of course. The business right no, but
2: going in and checking on on shops is definitely you know a thing and it it's def- old school man right it, you know it does work to some degree but you know attaching having the direct to consumer relationship and people believing in your brand is really the bigger aspect of that mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. you know if guys believe in Matt right mm-hmm. They don't they can just walk in the store and say, Hey, you got room 101, mm-hmm. one? And that retailer should carry that product. Or if the retailer believes in you, they should put the stuff in the pro, on, on in the humidor and flat out say, Hey, you really should try this. Right? No doubt. So yeah, the broker is just a, a, a fragment of that composition, Especially in yeah. this day and age.
1: But I, I view anyone that I work with as a partner. I don't say anyone works for me. I say I work with them. Right. You know. And so I I need that caliber of partnership. Right. Whether it's a retailer, a sales agent, you know.
2: So will you give the kill your brokers to, to your brokers? <laughs> hey, this this <laughs> is put weird. on the back. You can Put it on the back. Sell the dicks. Hey, I got this for you. Sell more dicks. <laughs>
1: The I, brother, sell, sell these? The d- Why are sell, you selling? Sell, sell these? Sell, sell, these,
2: are, these are the dicks that we need you to move. Yeah, these ones. <laughs> God damn it! Mm. Right, you want to? You want to take a break? Break one more time. Yeah. All right. I gotta pee too. So.
0: Hey, it's Mike Two of the Cigar Hustlers podcast. Looking for high quality swag from the show? Go to tspring.com backslash the Cigar Hustler podcast. We have everything from t-shirts and hats to phone cases and beach towels. Again, that's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com backslash the Cigar Hustlers podcast. Get your show swag and become a true hustler. Talking about, are
2: we recording? Yeah, now we're back. Okay, so we were just briefly talking about um, our morning routines and stuff and One of the cool things about you being on the West Coast is you really have the opportunity to kind of get up a little earlier, hit East Coast, talk to anybody on the East Coast, and then as your day progresses, you then start addressing the West Coast, Absolutely. But where, for me, I'm Mm -hmm. on the opposite side of the fucking world… I would say that I probably neglect the West Coast the most. Like, I don't have a sales force, you right. know, and I'm not looking to move uh, a tremendous amount of product. Either. Right. You know, I can, I, I can operate within the confines that the factory mm-hmm. uh, produces for me and what I can afford to do. Of course. Right. So, um, this just a long way of me saying that I'm not fair to the West Coast people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you ignoring us?
2: <laughs> not intentionally. Oh, my. I love my boy Ken Wu. He's a good dude.
1: Ken Wu, shout out. Yeah.
2: Shout very out to my cool. boy Ken Wu. And you know, uh, Lenny over at Owl here. he oh, yeah. uh, and and Sam Lopez, finish. Yeah. like they you
1: know, they're, they're cool. They're fellow weirdos. Yeah, so I you respect know, them so very you can, much.
2: Yeah, I always call him, I, I always call you. Lenny my kind of he's my kind of crazy. So yeah, um no doubt. So you can talk to them whenever. Of course. You know. Doesn't matter what time of day it is, mm-hmm. they, they'll they'll be in touch with you. So mm-hmm. like I'll I'll text Ken or Lenny or fucking late at night for me, but it's still kinda early for
1: them. Right. Right, right, no doubt. So I get that.
2: Yeah. So kind of getting back to the conversation about brokers and, got uh, and, and reps and stuff. You well,
1: know,
2: I mean, I, oh, God. More? Beat, There's won't, more? No, you we will beat co- the horse. We'll kind okay. of, we're going to convert over. Okay. You know, it's kind of, kind of funny to me. I feel like the guys, you know, I, I agree with the, the format that, um, m- like, my friends and family over at Roma have done. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Danny Vasquez, but he's a great
1: sales um, guy. Danny. Dan- Danny. Yeah. Danielle? Danny. No, no not Dan- Danny. A- at, at uh, where where is he he's, he's, out, of, of, uh, he's out of in Texas oh he's in Texas yeah Um. yeah I'm not placing that um, oh is he a good looking uh, fella yeah is no an he's man? an
2: attractive man yeah, he's, a tra- he's doing the like the bald thing he's kind of owning that okay. Um, okay you know so weird I always see him in like room 101 garb and shit too so you never heard of that's him that's interesting either. yeah Danny bought it online Danny yeah he must have purchased mm. it or something he's a big cigar cartel guy
1: yeah, he likes cigars
2: yeah he's yeah, interested he's got, in he's cigars he's podcast I think yeah, salt and the smoke. Salt the smokes, okay. Yeah, he's a good friend. He has a podcast. Yeah, he does. Yeah.
1: That fuck! I haven't been on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all this shit out here. You have a podcast? You held wait. out for like 30 seconds. <laughs> wait, I wait, mean, you caved. No, man, instantly. It, hold on. Wait, he has a podcast.
2: Yeah, he does like the salt and the smoke. Well, so it's not Him really his. Like he's he's like the main guy on it. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's not there all the time.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, shit.
2: <laughs> it's all call-ins, so you can just call in anywhere.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Can they do more than four guys at one time? I don't know. All their guys. But sure Danny
1: like Vasquez. Yeah. Is not only a savagely attractive man. Yeah. But he's like. I mean, I quite frankly, I mean, look, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this in in a in any other way other than matter of fact. I think he's one of the greatest investments those guys ever made into their company. Yeah. Genuinely, he's he's a rock star. I think. Yeah. he's
2: I think he's all right. Yeah. Absolutely. He's all right, in my book. Yeah. Um, you know, but we were supposed to fucking keep this rub going for a little longer than 30 seconds. Hold, hold on, so. hold
1: on. Wait, who was that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> just
1: just do it, man. They don't fact check
2: just here. Own, just own it. Yeah. Just own it. So, but, you know, like their design, I appreciate more, you know. Um, Absolutely. Going out every once in a while, kind Careful. of saturating Careful. the market. I'm praising them. <laughs> this is me praising you, Danny. We got in trouble a couple episodes ago for yeah. Michael saying something. You know, I mean, they check in on accounts. Yeah. They make their phone calls, you know, and that's hard work. Yeah. That is very hard work. <laughs> It's not easy, especially mm-hmm. sometimes getting the right person on the phone mm-hmm. can sometimes be fucking atrociously impossible. But I,
1: I think it's tremendously admirable what they built mm-hmm. a, as a company, man. And I think that that model, um, I think, is somewhat against the gr- I mean, if you just get in line with the rest of the guppies and swim upstream, I mean, you're going to get the same results or worse right right? i I think they took a stand for their business and structured what they do very intelligently right but you know and and i I don't you know sit in their office perched erotically (laughs) behind over danny (laughs) vasquez's shoulder like a defecating gargoyle pining for him to give me more attention (laughs) at any given moment
2: podcast Oh, God. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really like you. Never, just likes, I mean, he just likes the flowers.
1: It's fucked up, man. He likes my little pictures. Mm-hmm. It's a little. I see what. I see what's going on. Now yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm spurned. My love is spurned. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, from what I gather, that was mainly why I
2: wanted to just drive that wedge, separate you two. I understood. Yeah. I
1: understood. Oh, you jelly? He's jealous. He's it's a man jealous. love, bro. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't douse this fire. <laughs> Not even with pills. So, my point is, uh, or cream, or whatever. George Clooney's fine elixir. tequila I, you said that I didn't I, I just said el- I said elixir which could have been anything <laughs> so um, no but and and from what I gather from uh, retailers as I travel is that they all um, echo uh, the same sentiments right that they take care of them they they and they act in the in the spirit of partnership and that's how I'm trying to drive my business right is more business with less people with the right people and people that respect and appreciate that offer of partnership, right? Right. So that's right. that's something to be commended. Right. You know.
2: That's so I mean essentially I think that that's kind of the longer harder way but the right way. Baka. 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 Baka.
1: Yeah. No, it, it is the longer and more difficult path, but you're putting down a, a foundation of concrete. Right. Right? Instead of something that's You're not built something. on stilts, man.
2: So you fucked with me, you you, you know when I watched uh, the Kiss My Ass radio mm. and, you, mm. and Danny was mentioned by Ronny, you're like, oh, I love. I was like, fuck, there's no fucking way we're gonna get him to do this. So
1: I did it, I did it, but then yeah. you threw me off. Yeah, you just you with caived, the podcast. You came really easy. Yeah. I, well, I mean, he you got understand. very upset. You may fo- I'm, you I'm may ro- fold under it. questioning. I'm, I'm romantically <laughs> invested, man, mm-hmm. and and you know to find that out, it's just very. I'm gonna. Cry myself to sleep in the courtyard Marriott tonight. (laughs) I mean, as I do most nights on the road, sucking my thumb, but this time I'll be thinking about him, uh, you know.
2: So, how long are you on the road for? Uh,
1: You know, probably till uh, 2022, basically. No, uh, you know, I. You got to go home. I try to balance, right? Right. Uh, I try to balance. um, I've done a bit too much, I think, this fall. Yeah. Uh but there's there's a lot of ground to be covered here, man. Yeah. And I genuinely have to do it myself. Yeah. Because these guys I need to show them the proper respect of a visit, have them hear my message directly, have them understand where I'm coming from. Right. Dispel whatever ninny ninny boo boo gossipy related shade that's being thrown by managers uh you know, managers of other people's business. Right. <clears> that say, Don't buy his shit, buy my shit. That kind People of thing. People do that? No, no, that's a, no, I was just making that up. That doesn't happen at all. But, you know, my point is, is like, I I need to, I need to see the people, man. I need to have those conversations and, you know, and look, man, and, and let them know where I'm coming from. And if that's appetizing to them, let's do this. And if not, you know, if you want your 75% off and a a goat, I mean, I might send the goat. Yeah. The discount's too much though.
2: I just want you to know, I mean, I'm fine with that.
1: I'll paint it like a zebra, but
2: I want the fucking fainting goat. Cool one that well, we could the best one and they just kind of tilt down. over like I need that
1: I got you you know I got and you. you can
2: put like the flower on it the the room yeah. one design a T shirt or something
1: I believe a fa- would a fainting goat be considered exotic like an exotic pet versus a standard goat come see
2: our exotic animal
1: yeah come see the exotic fainting goat
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. the room that one, one, one like put it like a fucking
1: chain and and yeah, chain it design.
2: right design. around yeah, yeah. him that'd be nice
1: with oh. the
0: big
2: skull head you know what's kind of funny is like as I'm going through my Christmas shit so I'm digging out all my Christmas stuff and um. I guess through the period of time of having kids and shit, mm-hmm. like my stuff has slowly, my like personal not a big deal stuff, I have to say that because my wife listens. <laughs> my personal not a big deal stuff has slowly made its way out into the garage,
1: right? Okay, I got gotcha. you.
2: Uh, some of it is, is, I don't know why I have it, but and this is one of those things. But I opened it up, I opened up a box looking for Christmas shit, and mm. I saw this old cigar, I think it was Cigar Press. Oh, dear. Of like you, fucking Dion, Jay, yeah, 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 yeah like man. the whole old school picture. Mm-hmm. So you guys are all friends, I guess, to mm-hmm. some degree, right? Absolutely. Yeah, It's obviously some that, closer, than, more to more than others.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, look, that that was a very interesting experience, and you know, to be included in that was obviously an honor, and and at the time, I well, and still to this day, I'm the most junior character in that lineup, right? right? Uh, really, really, kind of blown away that they would include me at that in that at the time. But right. I understood, you know, what Thor was driving at with right. that feature. It was like, okay, these guys are providing a twist on tradition, whilst being very romantically involved and dedicated to what they're doing, right. uh, and and coming with the authentic action. Right. So, it was cool. It was very cool. I actually got a hair up my ass and decided... We had been... You know, Jay Drew had been threatening to redo this photo, and we wanted, we got to do it, and then the conversation... We kind of have a, a chain text that right. every once in a while we'll reactivate, well, and so, then it'll go it'll dormant be like a again. yo. Yeah, like, there'll be a yo. Hey, what's up,
2: man? You know, got this horrible rash, and then there's no yeah. answer. And Does then, like, this
1: look infected? Right. And, you know, and then it's, you know, it's gone.
2: Have you had a cream for this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I just said, fuck it, man. We got to do this. We're going to be at the trade show. That, that photograph... That sit down with those guys for that magazine literally took over a year to coordinate. Get them together, yeah, and and Jay Huber <coughs> literally came from the airport in a cab, took some some snaps, and was back in a car, like had to go home. No so, shit. So yeah, yeah. So it was like that tight. So, um, you know, I I knew like the only way we we're going to accomplish this is at our trade show. This right. is the only place it on earth sense. we're going to be at the same time. Right. So we all gathered at my booth uh, about an hour before the floor opened on the first day and right. we reshot that photo. So oh, the wow. the 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 threat that has been that has been tabled here is that that there might be a where are they now feature. Ooh. Which would really be dope because it's not only okay what's happened with these guys in their in their path in the business, but what's happened with the fucking business in that time. Right. I mean, I feel I genuinely feel like that shit was yesterday and you know you talk to people about that magazine they're like oh man that was so long ago
2: yeah me too like when i saw that picture i was like these guys all look old now i mean (laughs) they they don't look like this anymore
1: yeah Yeah, man it's crazy it ain't easy out here man it'll put some
2: you're young you have your glasses and Mm -hmm. shit and
1: cigar years are like dog years they they add up very quickly
2: yeah Yeah. no it's it's brutal you want to you want to really fucking brutalize yourself Get involved in both sides, retail and wholesale. It's oh, really, dear God. it's really entertaining.
1: No man,
2: no <laughs> man. No thank you. Oh, no, th- no,
1: no thank you. I'll pass. Um, I'm gonna live vicariously through you.
2: All right, so I got some light shit to talk about now that we got all that okay. out of the way. Do you have cigar news or anything you want to talk about or no? No,
0: we just got a couple of show updates. That's it. Okay. Um,
2: well, I mean, we didn't announce the thing last time. We should. We have to. No. Announce
0: yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it at the end of this one. Okay. All
2: right. Okay. Um, this is some of, of my life life experiences as of right now, which have been fucking extremely entertaining because it's the holiday season. Okay. So, um, have you ever ordered on like the mobile app on Starbucks? I have not.
1: Okay, so I'm somewhat where you order it and then with technology.
2: drive up and yeah, so like, it's like ready? You, you punch in your order, you walk in, it's mm. done. Right. It's easy peasy. Already paid for and it's, everything. It's amazing. Okay. Right? Especially if you're on the road, okay. like you need to fucking pick me up, and get an espresso. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rosales and I are huge fans of that. So if we're together, okay. like, hey, let's go get this, you know. So, Dunkin' Donuts is now doing this shit. Okay. So, to kind of, I'm like, oh, I've done this before with the, you know, with Starbucks. This right. should be easy. So, you know, order some breakfast sandwiches and shit because we're doing some stuff with the kids or whatever. I walk into this fucking place, and it is
0: chaos. They're, I going to say, they're not as well Bedlam. run as yeah. Starbucks. It
2: is fucking chaos. So, I walk in, I go to my order, and my drinks are there. No donuts for the kids. No munchkins. I'm like, hey, uh, so my order's here, but uh, so, but there's a receipt. So that means that somebody fucking took. No, and uh, it says my, munchkins, somebody, right, took double my, glaze So, yeah, they, I mean, it played out either, either one of two ways. Number one is somebody ganked it, right. Right. which I think looking around, very <laughs> possible. Treacherous. Or the guy totally, you know, they just totally botched it. Right. So I'm like, hey, uh, you know, my munchkins and my, my donuts aren't here. And she goes, oh, okay, let me get that for you. She comes back. She's got an attitude. Oh yeah, she's pissed. Very cranky. She comes back. And she hands me the donuts. I go. She goes. Have a nice day. And I'm like, what about the munchkins? <laughs> she got what? so pissed. What, what are, m- you want, everything? Munchkins. F- what are they like Those little, little donut like, holes. Yeah. It's, oh. it's like they've you know they've really maximized the market. Of like, course. hey, what can we do with the little circle inside? You know. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. the kids love them. Mm-hmm. You know. Of course. So she gets super fucking irate. Oh dear. So uh, that was that was pretty uh, pretty entertaining. I don't recommend using the mobile app no, for No, don't they Donuts. usually
0: share space with, like, Baskin Robbins or they something out there? They so do. You're lucky you didn't get ice cream. Uh, <laughs> here's your, <melted laughs> here's your, here's your coffee cream. and your uh, two scoops of vanilla you yeah. asked for a sec.
2: So Thunderdome, yeah, that was that was entertaining. Um, I gave my Bucks tickets away. Oh, that's right. How'd that go? So my wife is obviously really pregnant. Mm. I have season tickets to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. So I became a Buccaneers fan because I have kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to take them to a football game that's close. So got season tickets. Um, and sometimes I sell them and like two of these tickets I couldn't sell. So right. so I post it on Facebook. <laughs> hey, I can't go to the games. Anybody want to go? And all of a sudden I get like this friend re- friend request from this kid. You know, this is a young guy. His name's Joel. I'll okay. leave it at that. And he's like, hey, I really want to go. I had to become your friend to send the comment section. I'm a diehard Bucks fan. I look at his page and he's got all types of Bucks shit. I'm like... Yeah, sure, man. I'll even send you the tickets. So he fucking went. He you had a
0: bag from him or anything?
2: Yeah, no. I think that Were after pictures he Pictures wa-
0: on his Facebook of. Uh,
2: his brother or cousin or somebody he was with did a tag and then he was removed from the tag. Like, I feel like. I don't know. It was kind of weird for him. Maybe he sold them. No, he didn't sell no, them. No, he went. Okay. He
1: definitely went to the
2: game. But something's awry. I feel like. I don't know, like, if he thought there was going to be like a string attached to it or some shit. Like oh, like
1: something. now, now this guy wants something. Right, like right. somebody like, just gave me five hundred dollars worth of tickets. Like, send pictures of your feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> right,
2: right. I'm gonna need a Facetime, you know, or something, <laughs> something <laughs> like yeah. that yeah. from but the men's bathroom during the game. <laughs>
1: Matt Booth will be there, don't worry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, so um, hey, it went. I guess it went well. Did so they that win? Was pretty cool. They did win the game. Oh well, good for him then. Maybe he really a big W. It. Oh, you guys. know, so uh, I don't know the playoffs are going to happen, but so that happened. Um, sports, sports. Now we, we just covered the sports segment. Fucking Costco. A value. I, I love Costco. I'm a huge fan. I like. But it again, Christmas season.
1: Oh yeah, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Fucking Thunderdome. So it? two things happened last weekend that I won. Mm. Number one is we're getting <laughs> we're getting into Costco. Guy gets his shit out of his cart, whatever, puts it in his car, takes the cart. And parks it right behind the car next to him. Like a real oh, he just fuck left you to the, to the uh, person next to uh. you. So I feel like I'm boring you, Matt.
1: No, no, man. I'm listening. I'm <laughs> listening. You're. No, I've, I've just been running my gullet for this entire time. But and it's been I'm, great. Yeah, it's, it's been, been delightful. I mean, I, have I been to too honest, though? Like I, no, I,
0: that's what this show is about. No, 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 We do, uh, like he says, Patreon. He talked about earlier where we're even more...
1: Honest. We're more understood. Op- we're
2: more opinionated, and we're more direct about who we're talking about. Understood. So understood. Um, you know, this is we can have our opinions and still be a little elusive. So
1: understood. I, I think you did that. Yeah.
0: I'd like to have seen your wife at uh, where'd she get this world of wine or whatever. Yeah, it was? Probably
2: total wine or some shit. Nine
0: month pregnant woman goes in and buys four, four or five little bottles. Little <laughs> I, need, I need <laughs> of tequila. Labor starting you, soon. Usually she this. gets the big bottle.
2: Uh, so, like the 1.75 1. liter, just seem funny. So like like I got to squeeze these in. Squeeze these <laughs> in without the at the hospital, right? Um, so uh, we're in Costco and we're about to cash out, and uh, you know, like when you walk into Costco, they have like these stacks of random shit that you can buy, right? right. Like impulse, impulse items. Right. Yeah. So they have like this hair dryer set, like there's this T three feather set, and it's, oh. there's this plastic display that shows the hair dryer shows like a brush and something else. So you mm-hmm. get all this shit, right? Right. And there's tons of them. So we're cashing out. The guy has the plastic display of the fucking blow dryer and the and the oh, in brush his in his cart. Nice. Going to it, buy He likes the way it's displayed.
1: So well, he wants to present it uh, at his home. Yeah.
2: <laughs> check right. Check, out, check yeah. out my fine array of drying goods for my mm-hmm. hair. So it's uh, from Santa. It's already assigned. we yeah, ready to go. Yeah, check this out. It probably doesn't have plugs. Oh, it's so, probably dead stuff. That's right. So the cashier at Costco was super pissed. You can't buy that. That <laughs> <Like, laughs> was a complete fucking idiot. Damn. So that was uh, it's harsh. That was oh. pretty epic, man. Um,
1: Customers always right.
2: Right?
1: <laughs> Maybe. Actually, I don't think, not anymore, right? I don't think, no, not I don't anymore. Think, yeah. you, well, this is an interesting thing that's come uh, come to be with the, the the whole nature of e-com, right? Like back in the day, the customer was always right. Right. And people would scramble to appease their customers. And now people are getting shout-outs for shutting down dickheads, right? Mm-hmm. Like a company will just basically get super sassy and intelligently tell someone to go fuck themselves. Right. And that gets them press. Right. Which I like.
2: Which is nice, Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, if you deserve if, if calling you're get it, calling somebody else being an asshole. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what I have noticed huh.
2: as the economy kind of booms and then when it fizzled, mm-hmm. like, so you know we buy a lot of shit from Sam's for here. Mm-hmm. Their rules change. Okay. So like, if um, as the economy goes up, it's like they're like fucking Gestapo, man. It's insane. Right. So half the time I can bring my fucking cart thing that you know it's like low or whatever
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know what I mean like you have two cart options the flatbed yeah you can take a flatbed you can load ah, it up right yeah yeah and you still have no problems at self checkout right now you can't do that like oh okay. no 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 you can't do that now but, and I've had experiences with that shit in the past with Sam's like all of a sudden their rules go crazy but then when the when the market tanked it was like fucking, you could do whatever you wanted. Free for all. Yeah, it's like, hey, no, yeah, come on in. Is that not your card? No problem. Hey, you need 20 bucks? Let me ring that up. You know, like, I mean, now. Gotcha. So it's kind of, kind of remarkable to see how, like, the economy dictates how they treat their consumers.
1: Right. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's pretty much all I got for today. Understood. <laughs> so I hit those three. When things. you
0: travel with him, it seems like a military operation. Everything's got to be on the cart just right way. Yeah. has got to be on the outside edge of everything. I'm not fucking around. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's no waste of time. You know, I he has it mapped out. Okay, we're going here.
1: You want to here, acquire merchandise, right? I'm, in and out as fast I'm, as yeah.
2: possible. Look, I have X amount of time of the day, and right. and I'm not here to fuck around. I right. want to. I want to get my shit. I want to be the fastest person in self Checkout to a right. point where people are like, "You go to stop
0: at the cart. He goes, Did No, he no, pay, pay stop. for everything? Don't stop. Just slow down. I'll hit it as <laughs> you go by.'"
2: Yeah, I've actually had somebody stop, like one of the Sam's people, yes. probably a couple of years ago. They're like, that was the fastest I've <laughs> ever seen. Somebody Yo, do <laughs>
1: thank you. Oh, my God. I would feel feel so pleased with myself. Yeah,
2: I, I wanted a sticker or something. Like, like, thank you. Thank, just, you very, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> number one, yeah. number one yeah. shopper on your uh, I'm on a your Sam's shirt. professional. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah.
2: Go, right. ahead. Go ahead. All right. A little bit of a show update. Okay, I uh, would like to welcome Egypt to the podcast family. So, Mr. Palmer here is on the uh, track of world domination for the podcast.
1: Episode 101. Episode 101. 101.
2: We have listeners in almost every major
0: country, but uh, some small inner African countries.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about like a dude's na- like oh, no, street no, no, name. No, 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 no you're talking about the region. nation. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, we shit. Have a Shout out. We in Egypt now. Yes. The yeah. Fertile Crescent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> welcome.
0: Welcome to the podcast. And, uh, we mentioned its two hours of your
1: life. You'll never get never back. Get you're Welcome.
0: We mentioned this on social media the other day, but we are the number one cigar uh, show on Podbean
1: now. Yeah. Okay. So that's Solid. A, that's a big W. Accolades. We have
0: 3,245 subscribers now.
1: That's nice. I would like to nominate you for the top podcast on what was it called? Podbean? Um, Podbean. On Podbean? Um, pod, pod pod, Podbean. Yeah. Podbean,
0: yes. It's a podcast provider. Like so,
1: diddle the bean? We, like bean? Like diddle the bean. Yes, Podbean B-P-A-N. So Podbean is, now like nominating you
2: know. is like the main hub, and then they distribute it to everybody Okay. For you. Okay. So, yeah. It's kind of of a big deal. And Coop actually uh, tried to fact check us on that. He's like, I don't understand. How does that make sense?
0: we passed Cigar Authority. They had number one for years. Okay. And we just passed them.
2: And we've been hell-bent on beating them.
1: Understood. For the last year now. So we've
2: officially beat
1: them. Oh, dear.
2: And Mm. uh, so Um, Coop's like, well, I don't understand. How how are you number one? I'm like, well, we have more subscribers. They have more views because mm. they've been doing it longer Right, right, right. We
0: have more shows out.
2: Right. Right. I fucking love Coop, man.
0: And then he came back and went, hey, I'm number four.
1: Yeah. And he would have the facts straight, like yeah. Yes. supercomputer. Yeah,
0: he needed Once he, he understood the, uh, the the statistics, he mm-hmm. fully agreed. On Player FM now, we are in the number two cigar-related show. Yeah. We just passed Cigar Authority on there also.
2: Awesome. So, uh,
0: Cigar oh, Dave see, look, is look, we're
1: We're
2: crushing it. We don't even
1: talk about up. fucking cigars. Okay. Coming up.
0: Cigar Dave is number one still on <laughs> Player FM.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, and then we have a listener of the week, and that's all I got?
1: All
0: right. What okay, listener of the week is Greg Reed.
1: Greg uh, What's up Greg
0: Grego0417 on Instagram Yeah Oh he's gotta get the gong Oh look There you go Listen to the week Gets the gong every week
1: I like that He's also
0: our newest patron Can I ring that? Also. I'll ring
1: that at the end though I wanna ring it at the end
0: Oh well let's bring it over In front of you
1: here you go. Okay, We you. were trying thank to get you.
0: this to be the number one cigar uh, accessory for the year, but nobody—it wasn't nominated. It wasn't nominated.
1: Well, yeah. I could—I could nominate you. I'm nominating
2: you. Right. We're this up
0: for the number one show and cigar score, though.
2: Like, if you win the, you know, the tobacco awards, I think that you know, it's only appropriate if you thank us first. Of course. Well, well, like, I'd like I nice. to thank cigar hustler podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank cigar hustler. Yeah. If it wasn't <laughs> for them, I wouldn't be who I am today. I'd like to
1: thank Egypt and and the
0: one listener in Egypt.
1: And Greg seven five three nine. Okay. What was it? What was it? Grego 417 Shout out, Greg! <laughs> Welcome to the fam. So yeah,
0: so it's it, it's all I got.
2: That's all we have. So how
1: was that? What do you think? Did you survive? We have. I was deli- I'm delighted I'm delighted. Yeah. I'm just delighted to be here, man. Two yeah. full yeah. episodes.
2: Two complete episodes.
1: Ooh.
0: Thank you, Matt. We appreciate you being our. Uh, yeah, Matt. You're all writing my book, man. Thanks.
2: Yeah. You. Nice Thanks. Guy.
1: I appreciate the platform to just uh, vomit and spew uh, uh, authenticity or the honesty, stuff. rather. Yeah, we uh,
2: got the good stuff. Yeah.
1: No, it was cool, man. I, I very much enjoyed it, man. It was it was super cool.
2: And, and I t- know
1: you could do this with whomever, so so thank you for having me.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we, we decided to let you on.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I know. I, you it was, know, it was, it was you a, a hard 20. call. I know. Yeah. I, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it all you the know.
2: same. It was you or Caldwell, and we've already had Caldwell. Yeah, he, he's, out, just,
1: of he's out, of out of town. I get it. Yeah, you know, he's not here right now. was the second best. I get it. Yeah. I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. But thank you.
2: All right, that's it.
0: All right, hit the gong, Matt. <laughs> there we go. And Bam. that's it, we're out. See you later. Thanks, everybody. The Cigar Hustlers podcast, its owners and its sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guest.
2: This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, a Mike and Mike production. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for all new episodes. Hi, I'm doing, I'm Hustoy Raw. <laughs> yeah, we just don't have to do a single uh, single podcast ever again.
0: Perfect. Ever. I'm good, Mike and Mike. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I, I don't even have to try it. He's They're not good. even going to try We're going we're to cover a lot of ground here, Mike. All right.
2: Try to keep up.
1: That's a sign of a good podcast. you I am mean, be like solid four cigars when I walked in a door.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right end this